boom, boom, boom. Secret tunnel, secret tunnel through the mountain. Secret, 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 secret tunnel. Hello, I'm your host. This is Flamio Turtle Duck. In this episode, we'll be going through the promise part two. So, where we last left off was Zuko and his father having a conversation over tea about being the Fire Lord. But now, in part two, we begin with Katara and Aang and the rest of the gang flying on Appa. And Katara and Aang, they just all cuddly and lovey-dovey. And Sokka's like, ugh, like, gross and all that. And then Toph mentions how she better be getting back to her school and getting back to her students and all. And Sokka's like, oh my god, please don't leave me with them two all alone. And he gets the idea like, oh, actually, let me just join you. Like, let me go see your school. And so they go and fly down. Well, not fly down. She she just earthbends a slide and they slide down. And so they land, of course, and Sokka's just curious, like, how does she begin her school and all that? And she's like, after, you know, training with Aang, she realized, like, she loved teaching and it just gave so much meaning in her life and that she can make a difference. And Sokka sees right through this and he's like, you just like telling people what to do. And she's like, yep. And so then we see her yelling at her students, like, where do you think you're all going as they are looking very sad with very large luggage and something is clearly going on and so um right away one of her students it's a very small little girl she is like oh my god who are you with Sifu Toph and it's Sokka and she develops this little crush on her on him and she's only nine years old but yeah so her students so the big guy his name is Hotan. The nine-year-old girl is Penga. And the emo-looking one is, well, he calls himself the Dark One. But anyways, yeah, they mention how they're being kicked out of their own school. And Toph is very confused. She's like, what do you mean being kicked out? By who? And she later sees inside how it's this firebender teacher teaching his three disciples. And Toph barges in and she's very mad, saying, get out of my school now. And this master, who, whose name is Kunio, is like, what do you mean? This is my firebending dojo. And she's like, um, no, this is the Beifong Metal Bending Academy. And she's like earthbending and they're fighting and they're kind of destroying the place. He's like, how dare you destroying my place? And so then Toph mentions like, no, this is my place. But Kunio mentions like, no, we have came here to reclaim our place because, you know, with the whole colonies and fighting, how the Fire Nation citizens are supposed to go back, but now Zuko is not enforcing that. He uses that and Toph is like, no, that has nothing to do with it. This is the Earth Kingdom's territory, so I have the rights to this, pretty much. And then Kunio mentions, like, so this is a metal bending school, but metal bending doesn't even exist. And so she proves it that, that it that it really does. And Metal bends one of the sphere around his head. So it looks like a little pointy hat. 
and he can't get get it off really but yes so they're about to go fight again and <laughs> Sokka breaks them up saying like no there's no point in doing this like let's have something else better we should show which school is you know better and more if like effective and Kunio is like, you know what, that is right. We better do a match to the death. And they're like all freaking out. <laughs> or top students are freaking out. And he's like, well, how about match to the sit instead? Like whoever can make the other team sit on their bums will win. And so they're like, I guess. But as long as they're fighting, they're happy. And so Tsaka's like, you know, we're going to have these three days. We'll come back in three days and have our match. And we'll see who gets to have the school. And Toph is already right away like, I don't know about this, Sokka. Is the thing is, these students, and he cuts her off saying like, oh, come on, they're just three little kids. How bad or how good can they be? And Kunio's like, oh, hold on. We have to say goodbye in our way, in our dojo ways. And so, yes, of course, they're amazing. They're on each other's shoulders and flying around and firebending's amazing. And <laughs> everyone's very shocked. And so, yeah, pretty much they're kind of doomed. And so now the next scene is back to Aang and Katara and they're flying and they finally um, reached the Earth Kingdom to go meet with the Earth King. But it's getting late, right? So they can't talk to him right away and they are trying to find a place to stay, like spend the night at. But as they're looking, these two girls with these, I guess kind of t-shirts with Aang's face on them are like oh my god could it be really you are you really the avatar and he's like yep it's me and they're like oh my god we are such big fans we are part of the avatar Aang fan club in Ba Sing Se and apparently there's others um other locations as well and she's a co-president along with the other girl with her who happens to be another co-president but yes, their name is Hee Won and Won Yi. And so they're just like gushing over Aang. And Aang is like, wow, did you hear that? They started a club named or all about me kind of thing. And yes, Katara's not very impressed. She's like, oh, that, well, that's wonderful. And so he's just like very pleased to meet them and mentioning how, oh, this is Momo. My flying lemur. Oh my god, I'm almost so cute, right? And he goes, oh, this is Katara. And she just goes, ahem, my girlfriend, Katara. <laughs> so yeah, she's obviously very uncomfortable and feeling, I don't know, kind of jealous. And so, and so, yes, um, <laughs> one of the girls, um, which one was it? Uh, Wong Yi. She says, oh, what an honor it is to meet the Avatar Aang's first girlfriend. And she's like, what? And Katara's like, well, I think you, wait, what do you mean first? And <laughs> Wonyi just gives her a, a little smirk. And obviously Katara wasn't very, wasn't liking that very too much. And so she's like, you know what, Aang, we need to get going and find a place. And of course, the other co-president here is, and she's like, oh my god, if you're looking for a place, why won't you just stay in our clubhouse? It's just down the street. And Aang gets super excited. He's like, oh my god, I'd love to. Once they get to the clubhouse, I mean, he's not very impressed because the girls mentioned to him how, oh, 
um, it's modeled right after one of the west or the one of the air temples, the Western Air Temple, actually. And it just it's a broken down house. It's nothing <laughs> to be excited. All they really did is just put up a little little uh, air bending sign on in front of it. <laughs> but anyways, they're like, oh, my God, do you like it? And he's like, I love it. And Katara's like, oh, God. And he's Aang is just super excited. He's like, come on, Katara, let's go. But now it cuts to the next scene. And it's the scene where we're back with Zuko and his father in the prison cell over some tea. And so his father shares a little memory of when Zuko was a little baby, like a little toddler. So I'm going to read this to you guys. And this is all Zuko's father, all right? He says, do you remember those family vacations we used to take on Ember Island? Once, at the beach, you couldn't have been older than three at the time, we saw a hawk attacking a turtle crab by the water. You ran as fast as your little legs could carry you to rescue that turtle crab. Even then, you possessed an odd affinity for the weak. But then, when you had the turtle crab, or the turtle crab safely in your arms, you hesitated. The hawk looked at you with hungry eyes, and you realized you were condemning it to starve. You didn't know whether to side with the hawk or the turtle crab. Before you can reach a decision, a giant wave washed over you and, you, and carried you out into the ocean. I dove in myself to save you. Save you. you spent the rest of the day in your mother's arm vomiting seawater. And it ends there. And so then Zuko is annoyed. He's like, I came here for advice. How were you able to sleep so peacefully spite of all the pressure you had of having to, you know, be on the throne and whatever. And his dad is just like, I just told you. And Zuko gets angry and he's like, I don't see how an old family memory does anything for me. And his father just like, you know, I'm tired. Let's continue this tomorrow. Bring more tea. So now we're back at the Metal Bending Academy where the three disciples are trying to move metal. They can't move the coin that is like placed on top of the bamboo sticks. Like nothing's moving. And they're getting very frustrated because they only have two days left. And Sokka is like, so these were your most qualified students that you could find? And Toph's like, actually, I didn't really get to choose them. This did. And she's showing her space rock bracelet that she's carrying around her arm. If you remember in the series when Sokka was um, trying to make his new space sword out of, out of the meteorite, he gave some to Toph. So yeah, she carries it around. And so she was mentioning how the bracelet would move whenever they sensed a certain like super emotional power and that's how she was able to determine these kids were special so she goes by each kid's story how she met hotan was at a ramen house and he found a spider wasp in his soup and he was freaking out and that's when her little bracelet started moving and for Panga, the young girl, she was in a uh, marketplace arguing over shoes with one of her family servants. And yeah, she was also very emotional at that time. And the bracelet started to move. And for the emo one, or 
he'd like to call himself the Dark One, he was people watching on a street corner. And he was just pretty much mumbling, I hate you, I hate you, I hate you to everyone. And the bracelet was moving. And Katara, or not Katara, but Sokka is like, oh, that totally makes sense. The way we found out Katara was able to waterbend was because whenever she'd get mad at me, the ice would crack and such. But yeah, Toph expresses how disappointed she is because they can't even move anything, not even a simple little coin. And Sokka's like, you know what, don't worry about it because I got the thing. And Toph's just like, you can't even bend. He's like, no, but I am a different kind of bender. I'm a motivational bender. And so he's pretty much saying like he got an idea and just to trust him on it. And so he goes to the three kids and he's like, you know what you need to be doing, kids? You need to hear the metal, taste the metal, be the metal. And so he tells them to close their eyes and he's just giving them a lot of motivation. Take your strong stance and gather your chi deep in your gut and feel it heat up like a furnace. And as they're like trying to concentrate, he throws the coins at them and it, nothing works. It just hits them in the head and they're in pain. And Toph is just like laughing pretty much saying like, nice going, great bender of people's motivation. That was amazing and such. But now we cut back to Aang and Katara and they're at the uh, clubhouse and Aang is teaching the the fans, I guess that's what they are, <laughs> fangirls, um, his little air scooter and how he invented it and that, that inventing that has earned him his tattoos and they're all like wow he's so cool and they're playing with the lemur and Katara's just off in the corner like hugging her knees on the ground and she's just very not happy and they're saying the avatar is so dreamy and such and then Aang is like oh I've come up with this new airbending trick and it's pretty much him giving all his little fangirls air scooters and they're just flying around on their little air scooters and so then one of the club members co-president introduces him to another girl who happens to be another co-president. And he's like, damn, how many co-presidents are there? And every girl in the club raises their hand. But anyways, yes, this girl, she's like, oh my god, Avatar Aang, I, I bought something from a, one of the marketplace and it looks you know, legit. And I think you might recognize what it is. And yes, it's an Air Nomad's flute and they're like do you know how to play it and he's like yeah i can do this and so he starts playing the flute and everyone's enjoying the music and so it's it looks like a good time but no katara is not having any of this and then a girl is like the avatar is even more dreamy when he's playing music and she, that's when she gets up and she goes to ang and is like oh sorry to ruin your fun but we should really be trying to meet with the earth king remember and Aang's like, oh, yeah, yeah, totally. And <laughs> she's, like, already excited to leave. And he's saying goodbye to his fangirls. And she's just like, well, you seem to enjoy those girls' attention, huh? And Aang's like, yeah, weren't they great? <laughs> and he mentions a little bit how he actually is feeling about them. And he says, it might be a little silly fan club, but for a moment it felt like I was at home again with my people. 
and he thanks Katara for agreeing to stay there. And he's like, sweetie, that it meant the world to me. And this is when Katara realized she's an asshole. She's like, oh, damn, I, I didn't even see it like that. <laughs> His people's dead, you know, since <laughs> 100 years. But anyways, so, yeah, she's like, yeah, no, Aang, don't thank me. I don't deserve it. So now we are back at the prison cell. Zuko's back with some more tea. And Zuko's like, I've been thinking all night of what you said. And you can tell because his face is still horrible. It is not cute. Mm -mm. So then he's like, okay, at the beach, I was overwhelmed by which one, you know, whose side should I take and whatever. And he should have sided with the hawk because he was strong and noble like the Fire Nation. And it had earned its meal. And he's like, but I've already done that by... um." not making the Fire Nation citizens leave the colonies, but I still can't sleep. And his father like acknowledges like, yeah, you, you kind of have it half right. Like you were able to admit like, yeah, you have a difficult time distinguishing what is right and wrong, which side to choose and such, but you're wrong about the hawk. And Zuko's shocked and angry and he's like, so I should have decided with the turtle crab. I should have gone with the weaker one. And so the, his father's like, what I'm saying is this. There is no right or wrong apart from what you decide. Who you choose to defend deserves to be defended simply because you choose them. You are the Fire Lord. What you choose, by definition, is right. So there's a silence. And of course, Zuko's like, no, that is not true. There is no such thing of that because right and wrong is bigger than me, bigger than you, even the Avatar. Like, as a team, you know, me, Avatar, and the Earth King, we're going to be working together and coming up with the right solution. And his father is just like, really? You think the Earth King, who's been humiliated so many times, is going to be reasonable and will treat the Fire Nation people's like the Fire Nation colonials fairly, like, no. He's going to try to restore his own dignity and he'll send an army to go after them. And he's telling Zuko that he should be there to defend his Fire Nation citizens in Yudao. And Zuko's like, no, I'm going to wait and my, patient will be, my patience will be rewarded with a peaceful resolution for everyone. And now his father's like, seriously, the Avatar, that guy, that guy doesn't want to move from the past. Like, he's stuck in the past. And th things are not like how they used to be. And Zuko explodes and like, Avatar Aang's my friend. And he's always going to be on my side or he's going to be on the right side. And that's when his father's like, really? And you don't trust yourself at all on what's the right side? And his father's just like, you sicken me, Zuko, leave. And Zuko's like, who, you who do you think you're talking to? Have you forgotten? I'm the Fire Lord. And the dad, he's like, leave my presence. And, you know, Zuko does. And as he's leaving, Suki is watching over from above, like in the tower. All right, now we're back to the Metal Bending Academy. And we see the students and they're, they're, they're trying. They're, they're trying to move, but nothing's no no coins are moving at all 
and Toph is just yelling them like, okay, now time to kick, do this, do that, and nothing. But then Sokka is like, oh, Toph, let me pull you to the side. Let me give you this other idea. You mentioned how they, like, your bracelet would move when they got emotional. Let's just make them super duper emotional. And so he's like, we just need to figure out what ticks them off. And so for Hotan, it's Doom. For Panga, it's Shoes and the Dark One. He's like, I can't figure out the Dark One. And Toph's like, oh, it's his real name that I'm... I promised him not to ever, ever tell. And Sokka's like, please, 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 let me know it. And she's like, alrighty, and she whispers into his ear, but we don't know what it is yet, not not at this moment. And he's just like, no wonder that guy's depressed. But anyways, so yes, they figure it out, and so then their plan is going to go into motion, and they just find a bunch of metal stuff because... For Sokka's plan, he needs Toph to build something. And so he's just telling her exactly what to mold the metal into and such. And so then you just see Sokka thanking Toph and how she's amazing and all for being able to metal bend this this thing. But we don't see what it is yet. So now we cut to... Cody. So Cody, if you remember, is the half Fire Nation, half Earth um, Kingdom girl. And she's like training her um, her Fire Nation buddies and Earthbender buddies. Like they're getting ready to attack in case of, you know, an army and they just gonna try to defend their city. And then this is when we find out Sneers from the Freedom Fighters is actually dating Cory. And so they they kiss and all. And <laughs> so she's telling her boyfriend Sneers how she's they were actually her cousins and they're training to defend you Dao. And he's like, uh, I don't know about this. And she's like, why? Don't, didn't you see all those protesters? They need to go. And he's like, well, yeah, actually, I, I was part of them. And she gets upset. And she's like, oh, my God, get away from me. And so he's just trying to explain himself like, oh, but Smellerby said, you know, Fire Nation colonies are bad. And she's like, I don't care what Smellerby says. And so then he's trying to tell Cordy, like, you have to choose which one you belong to Earth Kingdom or Fire Nation. And she's like, choose, choose, choose. All my life, people have been asking me to choose. I am an Earthbender and a Fire Nation citizen. And I live in New Dao. That's what I choose. So now you choose, Sneers. Do you want to follow Smellerby or do you want to be with me? And that's all we see from that. And now, finally, Aang and Katara. They're at the palace and they see the Earth King. With, of course, his pet bear, Bosco. And he's like, oh my god, Avatar Aang, thank you so much with, like, all the, you know, colonies and the Harmony Restoration Movement. We couldn't have done this without you. And he was like, actually, yeah, that's the thing. Lord Zuko, he's trying not to go through with plan. And he's like, oh, are you serious? He wants to keep the colonies? And Aang is like, I know, right? What's wrong with him? We gotta continue with the Harmony Restoration Movement. And then Katara's like, 
But Zuko got real concerns about the colonials who still live there. I mean, we should still talk about our options, you know? Keep an open mind. So back to the metal bender students. Tough, not tough. Sokka, he has them in a little campfire for some bonding time. And everyone's just gloomy and sad because they've kind of given up hope. And they're like, where's Sifu Toph? And Sokka's like, don't worry, she's coming. By the way, I've got a story. Have you guys heard of this one before? It's the winged boar spirit that haunts this mountain. And so they're like, what? And that the winged um, boar spirit is the epitome of doom and footwear. And so obviously... Hotan and uh, Panga is like, what? They're getting freaked out while the Dark One is like, mm, I don't know about this. And so that's when Toph comes and it's a giant metal winged boar coming at them. And he's and Sokka's like, oh my god, it's right there. And they start freaking out because Panga, she sees it eating her shoes. And um, Hotan is just, you know, like freaked out because it's scary. <laughs> And the dark one isn't actually reacting at all. He's like, I know you're in there, Toph. And the Toph is like, oh, yes, you're very smart, dark one. But should I, or should I say, Muchi Gucci Lapucci the third? And so now he's affected. And he's like, oh my god, my real name. I can't, I can't. And so Sokka gets really excited, noticing that they're all very emotional and he throws the coins he's like let's metal bend team beifong and everyone's passed out or crying all right back at the earth kingdom palace um ang and katara enjoying a big ass feast with the bear bosco and so the king comes and ang's like okay so can we rearrange when a meeting you know when we can have that meeting and the king is like um actually no my whole life, I've been so weak and blinded, being controlled by the Dai Li. It is my time to be a man. And everyone's very like, uh, what's going on? So, it's very like, oh, he's turning back on this restoration movement. That means he lied to me and I, I don't deal with liars. I can't stand for more lies. I have to enforce this. And so everyone's like, oh, this isn't the way to go. And he's like, you can't change my mind, Aang. I have to do this. If not, that means you're against me. So we're back at the <laughs> Metal Bending Academy. And Toph is very upset. She's just like, they're losing the school. And Toph opened up, opens up about how she do, she's not very happy how she's been with her students because her whole life, her parents were very much like, oh, treating her something that she's not. She's not a very proper lady and very vulnerable. She's nothing like that at all. And she's feeling like the same, like she's putting a lot of pressure at her own students because she's expecting them to become metal benders and it's something that they're not. And so her students who are like ready to pack up and go are hearing this from outside the window. And Toph is like, you know what, honestly, I'm just gonna let them be whatever they want to be. And I'll just, you know, give up tomorrow. And Kunio gets to have the school. 
All right, and now we're back with Aang and Kentara, and they're trying to hurry to go to Yudao because they just know a war is going to break out. And as he's ready to fly off on Appa, one of the fangirl club, or the, yes, the girls from the fan club, sends a messenger at Hawk saying, oh, our sister's in Yudao, they need to help the Avatar, go! And so she's trying to help out the Avatar. Now back! To the metal bending school, Kunyon is ready to defeat them, the metal benders. But Toph is pretty much like, you know what? No, this isn't happening. I'm gonna sit down purposely, which is to mean I'm gonna give up right now. But that's when his there's her students come, and it's a uh, Hoton that goes, Sifu Toph, don't sit down, and a coin flies at her and it hits her, and she's surprised, and he she's like, oh my god, you. You metal bended. And he's like, oh my god, I think I did. And she's just super proud about them. But Kunyon's like, okay, now prepare to sit. And so these kids are fire bending. And, and Sokka, he's like, all right, it's your, your, it's your turn, Team Beifang. Go get them. And he throws the coins at them. And now they're metal bending these coins at the kids. And they're doing pretty good. And so then Kunyon's like, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be a part of this too. But he gets attacked right away too. And they win and they get to keep the school. And they just tell Toph how like, we actually heard you last night talking about how you expect us, expected us to be something. And no one ever expected anything of us before. And they were just very like touched and Hotan goes, nobody ever expected me to be anything other than a wimp. Penga says, a spoiled brat. And the dark one says, a tall, dark, mysterious hunk. And Sokka's like, really? And so anyways, no, Toph gets emotional and there's a tear to her eye. And she's like, all right, let's students, let's get back to training. And now we see Zuko on his throne. And he has the fire going on, like, have you seen before in the TV series? And he's just like, you know what? This isn't me. And he just extinguishes the fire. And then he sees that May is right there. And she's like, I know you've been secretly meeting with your father. And how do you not tell me this? And like, stuff like that. And he's like, how did you know that? And like, that doesn't matter. You're hiding things from me. And you're making yourself go through this all alone and that's when she breaks up with him and she's like goodbye fire lord and Zuko's like may come back I, I i order you to come back and right away he's like why did i say that that's so stupid and suki's like this is my fault oh yeah suki's there now and so she's like it's my fault because i asked her to talk to you and i didn't know she was gonna do that i'm sorry and He's like, Suki, how did you even know? And she's like, I actually followed you. And I'm also sorry about that too. And honestly, I'm just, we've been worried about you as in the Kyoshi Warriors. And then she admits like, I've been really worried about you. And so then that's when one of his soldiers come in. And it's a message received from one of the spies in the Earth Kingdom. And Suki's like, oh my God, you sent spies and so then, yeah, his soldiers like, the Earth Kingdom's army is now marching towards Yudao. And Zuko just says, Father, you were right. Ugh. 
now we're seeing the Earth Kingdom and the army just marching down and the Earth King is there himself. And now on the other side, we see Zuko and his army on the army fleets or um, ships heading towards Yudao. And that's where it ends to be continued. This episode was brought to you by Cactus Juice. It'll quench ya. Nothing's quenchier. It's the quenchiest. In the next episode, we'll get into the promise part three, the final part of the story. Thanks for listening. Hope you have a flamey day, Hotman. Avatar State. Yip, yip. <laughs>